Hi, and welcome to episode 2.3 of the Borcelli Brothers podcast. I'm Mike Borcelli. And I'm Sean Borcelli. And we've been away for a little while. Since Have bef- we? Since before Christmas. Did fact. you go somewhere, Michael? Well, no, not technically. I mean, I went somewhere in my mind. Mm-hmm. Do you know where I went? Where did you go? Down to the police station to file a report for our studio getting broken into. Yeah, that happened. We lost some equipment. Uh, it's one of the things that's delayed us a little bit. Um, hopefully to replace the shitty equipment we had, we can replace it with better equipment. Yeah. The equivalent, but the newer version of it, at least. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how insurance companies work. They also kind of broke your garage door and made it sort of hard to record in here. Yeah, actually. It was too cold. (laughs) Very cold. Uh, we still can't actually close the garage door all the way. (laughs) Yeah. So we're, 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 we're working on that. It's coming. Uh, actually, you know how hard it is just to get a contractor to come in and do a little job like that? Really? Like, like just to fix a little wall and then make sure a garage door is straight? Right. They don't fucking care. I had no idea. Even though it's like a four-hour, like, at the end of your your day, kind of like, right. hey, what, and how prob- am I filling out my, prob- my week? Probably still make a killing. Oh, they well, they guaranteed money. Yeah. But we also read that... Um, if an insurance company sends you their recommendations for contractors, don't take it. Right. Go with your own contractors. Because there's some kind of fucking mechanism there that right. makes it gross. Hmm. It's like in the so, so uh, what's our episode about today, Sean? All right. <clears throat> so we're back. And, you know, we actually wanted to get this episode out a couple weeks ago. Um, mainly because this year so far, I, I can't re- recall a year that is so full of both like science fiction and like franchise films. It's chock full. It's crazy. Like we, Mike and I were sitting there and we were just kind of like, Hey, what, what movies are coming out this year? What are we looking forward to? And we, we Googled it and we're like, Jesus Christ, we need to like have an episode that is a guide to this year. For real, because I, I haven't seen a year like this in a very long time. No, it's crazy. You got like, when you're talking franchises, you got the Star Wars, obviously that we're dealing with, DC, Marvel. Yeah. But then there's uh, some new launches and intermediate launches of some franchise universes that you might not have even been expecting. Like there's the Universal Monsters. Um, there's the legendary monsters which is like the godzilla kong stuff all that like there's there's a ton of stuff coming out this year and we didn't even realize it but there's a like we had a lot to go through yeah so this is an extensive guide this episode and it, it's it goes hand in hand with the actual web page this mm-hmm. time around our show notes are important we have links to mm-hmm. trailers and uh, dates and, and showtimes for movies, things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, go go check the page out for sure. Uh, Sean, who did we have on the show today to help us with this roundtable? Uh, this episode we had uh, our friend Anna McLeod. Uh, she used to work at one of the greatest movie stores in our city, uh, the movie studio. Uh, she's a big movie buff and... Uh, she quickly responded to our request for uh, someone who is into these franchise films. And what's really funny is like her message to us as we said, hey, who who's familiar with the movies that are coming out right now uh, and what's coming up this year? And she said, 
well, I'm not the biggest nerd, but um, I've seen at least all of the previous movies twice, <laughs> um, possibly more. Hulk only saw twice. Uh, won't see that one again because uh, obviously sucks. And <laughs> and so she immediately, was, she immediately was, it was like okay, perfect. She was great. Yeah, on the show, she really she really was great. And it was a good roundtable, a good mm-hmm. a good. Uh, blending of minds about all of these movies so we gave you a little bit we go through the chron- chronology and we give you a little bit of a detail on everything and what's coming out and our thoughts about those films but due to uh the way these things get recorded and uh obviously put out we already are starting to lag behind because of this full year and so uh there has been a movie that we talk about that has come out uh and there's another movie that we haven't seen, but we've definitely heard the reviews about. Came out today. Came out today, which is March 2nd, Thursday night. Logan. Logan. Super excited. So we about haven't that. seen it. Haven't seen it yet. But by the time you hear this, you may have seen it. For sure. I will have mm-hmm. by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. Not me, because I'm too busy. Just busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so early reviews? Early reviews are great. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I scrolled through a lot of the reviews, and I, I read a lot of them. And the the main theme that keeps flashing up is, uh, or the main sentence that keeps cropping up is, this is the best comic book movie since The Dark Knight. It's in multiple reviews. It's it's peppered through Rotten Tomatoes. And Dark Knight was the one that it was that Jerry Brockheimer did, and it had... Uh... <laughs> Uh, Val Kilmer and was it Chris O'Donnell? No, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as. I'm not. As, I'm uh, not indulging this fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're talking about the Christopher Nolan series with uh, Heath Ledger. And, and if you don't know that, maybe this episode isn't for you. Yeah, just stop listening now. Yeah, just skip. To and it, I hope you had fun. The one that got five stars instead of three. And the other movie that. Uh, oh, and you saw this one. I did. Uh, yeah. The Great Wall. The Great Wall. We, this is a pre- Matt Damon. <laughs> this is a pre-spoiler for The Great Wall. We do talk about it, and we do have thoughts about it. I will say I saw it. Good. Uh, Give an early review. An early review says I, it shouldn't be called The Great Wall uh, because it, the wall is completely extraneous to the plot. Uh, like, actually, it's, it's fascinating how extraneous it is to the plot. It's really cool. There's some really great stuff that happens on the wall, but it's not very important. Mm-hmm. It's visually... I mean, it's a tall wall. Pacing-wise, that film is really fun to watch for the first half and really good to see in theaters. If you can see it in theaters, totally go. It's 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 worth it to see it there. Uh, I mean, I guess it's an underwear Netflix movie too, but it's such a grandiose spectacle visually for the first half that you should go see it there. The second half falls apart entirely. It's just, it's not good. And it totally suffers from white man saves China syndrome. They try, it's it's weird how it doesn't. Which we talk about later in the episode. We totally which, get on it. You know, unfortunately. It, clearly there's controversy around that. You have to listen that. through our initial projections compared to what the reality is. Clearly there's controversy around that. Just L- consider that film. our prequel conversation. Yeah, for sure. Take a mm-hmm. listen to the episode. We, we, we delve in. Uh, I, having seen it think that the controversy isn't like i think it's right i think i think absolutely it's a white man saves china film and i i don't like that it was it it i would have preferred the so film. don't go see it in the theaters i would have preferred to see it i would say if you're just gonna go if you don't care about that if you're if some, you don't care about if the you don't care about privilege thing yeah then uh, give no theaters zero is, bucks theaters is the way to see it if you're a good moral decent human being uh, 
it would wait have been for a, Netflix. Wait for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't give them any money. Stream it. Yeah, illegally. don't give them money. Stream directly. it illegally. It was uh, a film that I think would have been better if it had all been Chinese actors because Matt Damon's weird. I don't know, maybe Irish talking like a bad Liam Neeson accent isn't good. It's just hard to listen to. Oh, you know what? No, I hate to shit on Matt Damon. I do too. Yeah. Okay, but move on. Anyways, that's all I got to say about Well, that. there is one movie that we realized was actually a franchise film that is included in a franchise film uh, scenario, but isn't a sci-fi film. But we definitely are excited about it this year. Really excited. This month, too. Is it this month? Coming out this month. Yeah. Train Spotting 2. Really excited about it. Danny Boyle back again, along with the entire cast. Oh, and its reviews are also really good. Oh, yeah. Really the, good. So it's been released actually already in Europe and the UK and stuff. In January. Yeah. It's and been we, for a while. You know, they, they've had it for a little bit. And like some of the comments I've heard is like, Train Spotting 2 has no right to be as good as it is. <laughs> I'm really excited. And that actually that. comes straight from Ireland. <laughs> that comes from uh, our, our good pal Danny, who's been on the show, uh, who basically listed off all his pals who went to go see uh, the movie and, and their little uh, Facebook and Twitter reviews. And they, they love it. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it, <sighs> it's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm... I'm Not I'm, sci-fi, but in a way sci-fi, because that is a world that <laughs> I can't relate to at all. Yeah. it uh, Just the trailer made me emotional well the latest one no the first, the, one, the first one I really yeah absolutely no, i thought the first one was like uh. just just watching it i haven't watched the second trailer yet i don't mm. know if i want to see another one before i watch the film it looks good it and looks good it was one of train spotting one was one of my favorite movies of all time me too i had eight different posters of various sizes <laughs> uh i remember those currently <laughs> i realize a few of them actually go for some money on oh, ebay wow because we Natalie and I found all our posters. Well, there you go. And and she was like, "Wow, you really like transporting." I was like, "I really, really like transporting." And so I'm about to make uh, a killing. Well, like eight hundred and twenty dollars. That's awesome. On eight posters. <laughs> That's pretty great. Well, it's better than zero. It's definitely better than zero. Mm-hmm. Also, I have nine posters. You're keeping one? Of course. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is uh this is our latest episode, Sci Fi Franchises, your mm-hmm. guide your guide to the year. Guide to the year. Take note and enjoy and watch the trailers along with us.
So I hope you listen to a lot of our podcasts because we like inside jokes and we have to keep the joke going. Uh, yeah. I, I mentioned that as homework, right? Uh, you did not, but you did mention that you like making things awkward. So doing a lot of inside jokes when I'm here and me not picking up on it, that would make it awkward. All right. I think we're good then. I think, yeah, this will work. <laughs> good answer. Thank you. Just write, you want to write her answer down? I'll just write that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, questions. Um, you went to Nate. Yes. And you took broadcasting? Yep. Okay, how was that? It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, what do you want to know about it? I'm actually curious about the program. Um... I wanted to go into radio, but for some reason got directed into TV, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But the substance is a lot different. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I would have gotten a lot more out of the experience if I had been in radio, Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to TV, where um, it felt very, like, cookie cutter, like, this is the template for creating a news story, follow this template, like, Mm -hmm. done. Um, but as a whole, it was a great experience. I really enjoyed Nate, like nice, small cohort, really involved teachers. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you learn a lot of technical stuff with that program? Um, Would you more so in the radio end of it? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Because in TV, we only did one class on sound and one on lighting and then a few on videography in general. Uh, but radio, they did like obviously a ton more like we didn't touch mm. um like editing for sound or anything like that at all of course yeah <clears throat> well uh you want to play our nate commercial now they're one of our sponsors that's why we needed you to talk about it uh, uh. <laughs> uh, mm, mm. a little bit of water Oh, sorry, that was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman doing a vocal work on warm up. <laughs> <clears throat> My bad. What's this one? What was Be that fun. off? Oh, I went to a video called "Funny Vocal Warm Ups." I, I, it was a, it was a, it was a sixty forty percent chance it was going to be good, but it was, it was a. Well, the Philip Seymour Hoffman was good. Yeah, but goes on, to, guy, goes on to a bunch of. Oh, what's this guy? This guy is just a, sitting alone. In a room, being secretly videotaped. You make that sound. Well, it's a good way to warm up. Yeah, that's when that's when you do all the time. Yeah, you got to get the cheeks stretched. Yeah, otherwise I mumble. <laughs> okay. Are we feeling okay? Got the energy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing these days? Uh, I work at the UVic. Uh-huh. I also uh, attend um, the UVic. Uh, I live in a place where I look out the window and I see the UVic. Mm-hmm. The UVic has taken over my life. Okay. And what are you where, what are you working at at the UVic? I'm in the digital strategy department. Okay. I'm the digital content strategist for the whole institution. Perfect. 
Cool. And what are you taking? Uh, it's a master's of educational psychology with a specialization in technology. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I have that too. Yeah. Yeah, I took that uh, a few years ago. Can I borrow <laughs> like all of your coursework and just like put my name on it? Because I would... didn't. Sure, I didn't do very well in oh. it. <clears throat> just took it. <laughs> I did it to prepare for this podcast. Part, he he put it on our uh, calendar as part of the homework. Yeah, you were supposed to attend. I paid for your tuition and everything. <laughs> you oh. just had to quickly finish a graduate degree mm-hmm. before. Yeah, just a you know quick <laughs> knock that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to say he said he um, he took it, but it wasn't actually at the U of A. It was more from like some dude in a back alley. Um, what? No, I didn't mean it like that. Nick measured. Me- Nick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, repeat, like repeat what you said. <laughs> repeat, repeat what you said. Sean took it from some guy in a back alley. It happened. It's recorded. Sean didn't sign a release. It's going on. I uh, I graduated at least. <laughs> you sure mm-hmm. did. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, who knows? Just say I rose to the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So uh, we have Anna McLeod on today. Uh, she is on here on this episode with us talking about um, the glorious year that is 2017. And we're talking about uh, the, all the sci-fi and franchise movies that are coming out this year. Let's talk about some good shit. Yeah. Stuff we're excited things, about. Things we're really excited about. So, I don't know how we want to really begin this. I went through all of the the movies. Uh, I went on different websites to, you know, narrow down, like, the Marvel films, the DC films. Um, Star Wars, obviously, is a huge one that's out every year right now. Um, do you want to go chronological order or what? Yeah, let's just start listing them we'll, off. We'll, I mean, we'll, we'll list some of them off. There. We'll stop and talk about them. Maybe we'll even watch some trailers. Mm. Uh, you can watch along with us at home. We, they will definitely all be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're already well into 2017. It's February. So we're kind of coming on to some movies that are already out. Lego Batman movie is out. Yeah, Haven't seen it. My kids went on the weekend. I, I paid for them to go without me because I wanted to sleep further and have alone time at home. Uh, they said it was great. They said it was very funny. Um, Natalie said that Zach Galifianakis was hilarious as the Joker. Oh, right. I forgot he was the Joker. Yeah, I think it's kind of perfect. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, so Michael Sarah is playing Robin. And I don't know what version of Robin he's playing. Like, is he Dick Grayson or... Uh, I don't know. I, I'd imagine that he's Well, he's got Dick red Grayson. hair. That's the thing that throws oh. me off. I haven't really seen... I haven't seen... I haven't... You know what? I saw the trailer for this a long time ago, and I totally forgot all about it. But I just remembered when you said it that it's out. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Obviously, it's Will Will Arnett as Batman, yeah. uh, reprising his role from the Lego movie, which I loved. Personally. Did you Did you see the first one? I did. And fan or no fan? I liked it. Um, I don't know. I wasn't like madly in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Chris Pratt's role? <laughs> well, I am madly in love with him. Yeah. So that's fine. You and everybody else. Yeah. yeah. He's lovely. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, 
it's weird. I I have like a love hate thing with Will Arnett. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I knew can see that. I, can I see knew that. that this was coming out, and I was like, eh. so I'm I'm kind of like just gonna hold off and see it like on a cheap day or when it's on Netflix or something. Netflix when it comes out. Yeah, I I, I see that with Will Arnett. Will Arnett also um, disappointed me when he decided to be in the Ninja Turtles movies. Oh, yeah. Um, which thankfully we don't have one of those coming out this year. If it says Michael Bay, say nay. <laughs> yeah, that's the mantra. <laughs> that's, the, that's the mantra. We will be talking about a Michael Bay film that is coming out this year. I don't want to. We have to a little <laughs> bit. We have to a little bit. We we can just like breeze by it. Okay. We don't have to spend any time. I want it to be real quick. Okay. We're already spending too much time on it. Okay. Okay. So Lego Batman movie. We have our thoughts on that. I haven't seen it. Are you going to go see it? I am definitely... I'm at least going to watch it, whether I see it in theaters or not. Another one that uh, has come out uh, is The Great Wall. Oh, boy. With Matt Damon. Now, this isn't necessarily a franchise movie. It's definitely in the sci-fi genre, fantasy genre. It's Matt Damon as a white person who goes to... To save China, I think is. is the, I'm pretty sure that's the that's synopsis. The I read. Yeah, yeah. White guy saves China <clears> from <throat> from all the dragons. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? I love Matt Damon. I really enjoy Matt Damon in most things, even in in like, I, I don't know. I just I I like him in most things, and I he has done some shit in the last few years. Like, like what? Oh, Name yeah. one. Oh, how about uh, what is it called? The uh, the afterlife or whatever that one is. What's that one called? Where he ta- talks to dead people. I, th- I think you're thinking uh, Bruce Willis. No. It's called The Sixth Sense. <laughs> no. Or was it that Kevin Bacon one? Yeah, yeah. I think Kevin Bacon. No. Stir of Echoes? I'll, I'll, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll find it. You got it. No, he's he's done a bunch of... And that other one where he... Uh, with the... Well, see, you're not, you're not selling me on this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Basically, from what no. we're going on right now, I, will name I think... Two terrible movies. The Wall might actually... The Great Wall might actually be great. Based on what your, your proof here. The Adjustment Bureau. Tell me that was a good movie. I didn't watch it. Yeah, that's it right. Terrible. You didn't. I forgot that existed. <laughs> How about Hereafter? Oh, yeah. I watched The Adjustment Bureau. It was fine. No, it wasn't. It was fine. Hereafter? I don't know that one. Come on. Ugh. Okay, then he did True Grit, and that was awesome. Well, I mean, it wasn't the best Coen Brothers movie, but it was a thing. Yeah, okay. So hey, he's done a bunch of good say, shit in the last. Yeah, I would, I would say his track record would would suggest that maybe this movie might be okay. I don't know. It's also it's uh, Zhang Zhang Yimao, yeah, who who is directing. He did House of Flying Daggers and he did Hero. Okay, with Jet Li. All right, and those are those are great movies. Like he knows his action. Okay, I don't know why he chose because uh, I I don't remember who his partner is. Is Liam Neeson in this? What? No, no. I'm thinking another movie where I don't think so. Maybe he is. Anyways, he's got to like they're there on in the search for something and then realize that Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Okay, now it's growing on. See, <laughs> Willem. Da- who doesn't like Willem Dafoe? Yeah. Name a bad Willem Dafoe movie. Don't don't. Worry. It's fine. I, he, he's got a few, actually. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so, I will probably go see this. No, I probably won't go see it. I'll wait for it. I might go see it in theaters because if it's bad, it was probably the only thing worth seeing about it is that it's grand. You know, like it's a scale film. Epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the uh, the trailer looked like amazing. I'm kind of torn though because it absolutely looks like a movie I would see. And then when I realized Matt Damon is 
going there to save them. I, uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's 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 wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no need for it. Yeah. <clears throat> also, just I don't like Matt Damon is Jason Bourne. I'll take that anytime. The last Bourne movie wasn't the best, but I still really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think that's They're a all good just character. Solid, fun, but spot. him wearing like he had like the chain mail. And like I think he's does he have a ponytail? I feel like he has long hair or something in it that's tied up. And I just uh I I, I don't know. It's 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 not his period, you know? That's not his time, it's not his era. Yeah, you know I what get I mean? that. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on from that now to a very exciting one that I know Mike really wants to talk about. Baywatch oh, uh, coming March twenty fourth is the new Power Rangers movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, okay, I mean, I liked Power Rangers as a kid. I was a huge Power Rangers fan. Mm-hmm. You were. Yeah. I remember. I was, I was a huge Power Rangers It was fan. super annoying. <laughs> oh, it was pretty cool for... I was too old for Power Rangers when Power I, Rangers I, came out. I know you were. Yeah. Who are the notables in it? Well, it's got uh, Elizabeth Banks. She's playing Rita Repulsa, the main, Which is, main villain. Okay. And Brian Cranston. Are you are you oh. are you super familiar with Power Rangers at all? Uh, no, for an embarrassing reason. Uh, you shouldn't be embarrassed, but not knowing no, Power Rangers. it's definitely not <laughs> embarrassing. Well, when Ninja Turtles was a thing, uh, I was super obsessed with it, and um, I used to attack my dad. Uh, like I would hide or like mm-hmm. climb up doorways yeah, and like f- yeah totally right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wasn't allowed to watch anything my parents deemed violent after that oh, yeah. so I like snuck it you know into the TV room and saw like two Power Rangers episodes and that's it <laughs> <clears throat> so you so you didn't you weren't obsessed with Power Rangers because you were obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and eventually right? all is, of it was banned which is yeah. way cooler yeah. than my story so yeah. I'm just I just was obsessed with I wasn't allowed to watch uh, the Karate Kid movie anymore because when Michael was a baby, uh, I was doing karate kicks and I accidentally nicked his lip when he was crawling around on the ground and he cried. You know what? That, a little bit of blood. That happened to me twice in life. I didn't know it happened to me earlier. I have a scar on my inner lip. That's not from me. No, it's not. It's from the second time it happened to me in my life. What, my Karate friend, Kid? No, my friend and I watched Mortal Kombat and then he oh. we were play kicking and I got a toe to the lip and I ripped it open and bled. Yeah, I was I was in deep shit. Ugh. And uh there was a, a bit of a ban on those those movies as Boy, well. Man. Karate Kid of all movies though, yeah. really? Ah. You know. So the other actors of yep. note in it are uh Brian Cranston. Uh he's playing Zordon, uh the the leader, the the guy who organized the Rangers. Well, I think we're going to have to do a breakdown here cuz you never got to watch much of it. Zordon is basically like the uh, leader or like the ancient uh, being that gives the Power Rangers their power. Okay. And an ongoing epic battle between darkness and goodness or lightness, darkness and lightness. So to like parallel it to Ninja Turtles, he is like the equivalent of the ooze? He's more like Splinter. No, he's more like Splinter. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he's Splinter. Um and Rita Repulsa is played by Elizabeth Banks, who I love too. Yeah, I do like. Her. Um, she reminds me a lot of um, Parker Posey. Oh yeah, kind of the same. Yeah, same she's vibes. like a blonde yeah. Parker Posey to me. Mm-hmm. And so she's playing like the villain Rita Repulsa, 
who is a crazy villain, always has a shrieky voice, uh, really elaborate costuming. She's an alien being who tries to take over Earth. Yeah. And I I don't know. It's got a, a lot of no names in it. Like the people actually playing the Power Rangers, I, I don't recognize any of them. They're all, yeah, they're all brand new, I think. I, I like it when that happens. It's got to, yeah, Hollywood's sure. doing it a lot these days, actually. Yeah, though. it's nice to see them, like, not trying to shoehorn, like, names into roles necessarily. It's also cheaper. Yeah, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Yeah. If they're going to take a risk on a Power Rangers reboot franchise for the movies, you know, pay for Elizabeth Banks or Brian Cranston, who arguably you don't have to pay actually that much for either. They're not, they're yeah. not the Brad Pitts or totally. Angelina Jolie's. The only other notable name is uh, Bill Hader. And he's playing Alpha 5. Oh, Alpha 5 is the robot. Yes. Alpha 5 is the super <clears throat> annoying robot from the original. And he is the worst. Yeah, he was the worst. He was... You know what? What we have to remember is Power Rangers is also based on a Japanese TV show. I think Super Saiyan or Super... Something like that. Or Super Senpai. Yeah, it's... It, it, there, yeah, there's a, a... So they actually cut it up. Like, yeah. it's got a different story altogether in Japan. Yeah, they cut it up and then... Put some English parts in. Yeah, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the villain stuff is actually from the Japanese show, I believe. I think actually Rita Repulsa, her whole character is from the Japanese show. Yeah, you'll and never then, actually oh, and then overdubbed. Yeah, you'll never actually see her looking at the English American actors. She's, yeah, she's never in the same room with them. Never in the same actors, scene, yeah. unless they're wearing their costume, which yeah. you don't see their face. So, anyways, could be worth it. Probably not. The, frankly, honestly, if I'm being honest, the trailer looks terrible. I've moved on since since okay. I was a child. I, I will have to go because my kids will want to go. Yeah, I'll probably go. You want to come with? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll so do March, it. March 24th, yeah, somewhere around there? Okay. I'm in, I guess. <laughs> uh, coming after that, uh, also in March, uh, actually before that, March 10th is Kong Skull Island. Mm. Kong Skull Island is basically... Um, I think it's set in the 1970s where they go to uh, an island that they haven't been able to get proper radar footage of because there's a permanent cloud cover. And uh, this ends up being, um, well, basically Monster Island where they find King Kong and also there's lots of other beasts and stuff. It's got Tom Hiddleston in it. It's got Brie Larson, who I really like. Totally. And John Goodman. I is in love this. John Goodman. Yeah. And this is, uh, I don't know, I've, have you seen the trailers? Have you seen the trailer for it? No. You haven't. You want to watch the trailer? Yeah. Let's watch the trailer. I like this trailer. Yeah. We'll get an opinion. I like this trailer specifically because of uh, John C. Riley. Oh, yes. John C. Riley's in this movie, too. Yeah. It's a pretty good cast. Yeah. Yep. These are photos of an island in the South Pacific. The place where myth and science meet. We use explosives to shake the earth, helping us to map the surface of the island. You're dropping bombs. Scientific instruments. Is that a monkey? It was a monkey. You knew that thing was out here? I'm sorry for your man, Colonel. 
But if you want to make their sacrifice worthwhile, get us home with proof. Monsters exist. Your friend there can put that down. What the hell is this place? That's Kong. He's king around here. Kong's pretty good king. Keeps to himself mostly. Well, you don't go into someone's house and start dropping bombs unless you're picking a fight. Kong's god on the island, but the devils live below us. And what are they called? I call them skull crawlers. Why? I never said that name out loud before. It sounds stupid now that I say. Just you call them whatever you want. <laughs> We're all gonna die together out here. <laughs> you shouldn't have come here. <laughs> oh, John C. Riley. Ah, uh, love him. So this is like Kong Skull Island is supposed to be related to the Godzilla American Godzilla reboot that came out a few years ago, which also had Brian Cranston in it well, this, briefly. Yeah, oh yeah. It was billed as Brian Cranston and the new Godzilla, but uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: he he dies right away. In it, yeah, he's not. He's not in it very long at all. Did you? Any, did you see Godzilla? Yeah. What did you think? I didn't mind it. I mean, I thought it was like a fun big movie. It was a fun monster movie. I haven't seen like a fun big monster movie like that. It was better than the other Godzilla. Which other Godzilla? <laughs> Matthew Broderick. The oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that... going deeper underground. Yeah, <laughs> you know the one. Yeah, the Jamiroquai. Yeah, I think we had the soundtrack. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it, it was definitely better than that. This is so it's supposed to be related. It's also a part of like a a new universe, a new movie universe, similar to the Marvel, where interrelated stories. I don't know how it's going to quite fit because this is supposed to be like the seventies. Yeah, it's it's super Vietnam era. Kinda. Vietnam era, uh, and then the Godzilla one was current, contemporary. Yeah. Um, basically, the next one I believe is it's like called Kong King of the Monsters, and then it's followed by. Or Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and then it's followed by Kong versus Godzilla. So they're kind of doing a reboot of like what they did way back when King Kong Universal Pictures uh, met up with uh, the Japanese Godzilla films, and they started doing a whole bunch of them with Mothra, Mecha Godzilla, all that kind of stuff. So apparently, Legendary actually bought all the rights to all those characters, like all those monsters: Mothra, you know, Gojira, uh, Ghidorah, all those guys, and. They plan on doing more movies. I've heard John Goodman is the is supposed to be the flowing. Crux. He's a bit of a link between he's like them. The, I think. He's the uh, Nick Fury. I think he might be more sinister than that, though. Well, sure, but I mean, like that, he's supposed to be around in there, but yeah. which is kind of weird because of the timelines of the. I wonder when the other ones are going to take place. I don't know. Yeah, because are they going to age John Goodman yeah, well, for the next ones? Do. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe weird. they'll just re- mention him. Maybe he'll be a robot. 
Maybe he'll be Mecca John Goodman. Mecca John Goodman. <laughs> yeah. Mecca Goodman. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, it looks okay. Yeah. I'll go see it. I'm into that. It's a movie theater one. It's for an, sure. It's an epic scale one. So, March 24th. Directed by <laughs> Dean Israelite. Never, I don't know what he's actually done other than, than this movie. No, that's sorry. That's Power Rangers. Yeah, that's not Dean yeah. Israelite. I was like, uh, it's uh, Jordan Vogt Roberts. Vote Roberts. Jordan. Yeah. Vogt. Vogt. Yeah. Still don't, don't know. know. I him. don't know. Never heard of him. I don't know how to. He's say no Ridley it. Scott. No. Uh, another big one that's coming out in March is Logan. Oh hey, fun fact for you. I know you're a Nick Offerman fan. Love Nick Offerman. Yeah. I know you loved American Ham. His 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 yes. stand-up special. Uh, uh, that's the same director as Gall Island. That's Jordan Fogt Roberts. He directed that stand-up special, which I mean, literally says nothing about him <laughs> yeah. except that he can. Oh, then it, he I can bet you it's gonna be really videotape good. a stage, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's a bunch of stuff in between. Oh, right, those little did, segments, all those little yeah. little bits. Well, there you go. Have you seen American Ham? I have. I, I loved it. I think Nick Offerman is one of the greatest people. In the, he's in the pretty world. amazing. Um, he doesn't have. I don't think he's any in any sci fi's this year. He's in that hamburger movie, the McDonald's movie. Oh, with Michael Keaton. I actually want to see it. Oh, the uh, founder. Oh, about Ray Kroc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. McDonald's. Ray yeah, Kroc. yeah. We're not talking about that though. No, it's not. We don't have a date for it. It doesn't fit the theme <laughs> of our episode. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, Logan. The new Wolverine movie. Yes. Based on the, well, loosely based on Old Man Logan comic book series, which is kind of like an alternate future Wolverine story. Okay, so how does everybody feel about it so far based on the trailers? Have you seen the trailer? Um, I have, but I am, oh God, like reserving judgment because the other Wolverine standalones have been so disappointing. Mm-hmm. Terrible. And Old mm-hmm. Man Logan is such a good run yeah that i just like i don't want to get invested at all yeah i'm but i'm, I'm not going to not see it well the fact that they're trying to still put it into the canon of things i'd kind of like just a stand like a standalone film that is literally just old man logan that totally. story yeah you don't need to try and incorporate uh, it's a, it's the a other of, stuff into it it's a bit of a weird world old man logan though because like you've got like hulk is like the president of what is the well, he United has a territory he's a territory yeah like, in the states yeah so like everything's really strange in that world and i don't know how i don't know if they're really going that far with it at all because i mean you see there's like a no they won't be the hulk's not in it first of all they don't well no they they won't they're not definitely not going down that road dr doom will not be i I think a president of a territory a dictator of his own territory um what it sounds to me like is basically it's logan wolverine with his clone daughter x-23 yeah um, as they as he protects her from like this corporation that's trying to hunt her down. Well, also kind of caretaking Professor Xavier. Xavier is in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, who seems quite feeble. A lot older. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's actually how Patrick Stewart is these days. I hope not. No. No. Nope. But they, he has been permanently him. old for a long time, so I wouldn't be <laughs> yeah, surprised. He's been the same age my whole life. Yeah. Early 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 verdicts are that it's really good. It looks... People are saying that it's good. They also, I guess, something to point out is that this is the first one that's rated R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they took a cue from Deadpool 
they realized they could do it. And they're like, rated R movies can sell. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to narrow our demographic. So I think that's kind of part of one of the reasons that the standalone Wolverine movies before didn't work. Because Wolverine's a really dark character, and you got to show him slicing things to bits. Because that's his, that's, that's his move. Mm-hmm. You can't just have him swiping at people and them vaguely cut, clutching their chest. Like, yeah. So it could be great. It looks good. I mean, the trailer looks good. They've kept that sepia tone. Uh, the director is a guy who did 310 to Yuma. No, that's that's the guy who did... Yeah, it's the guy who did 310 to Yuma and Walk the Line. No, I thought that's the guy who did yeah, the last James, one. James did, Mangold. Was, has he done both? Of, he did the... But he, he, he that's did the, the same director who did both those movies oh, and man. Logan. Uh-oh, that's scary. Why? I like well, 310 to Yuma. No, not... Because he did the... Didn't he do the last Wolverine movie? He did do the last one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, the Japanese he did the last set, standalone. set one. Yeah. Which was, like, leaps and bounds better than the, than oh, the yeah. X-Men's origin. Yeah. But it uh, was still not, like, a great film. Yeah, but I think he's got, like, he 310 to Yuma. R-rated. Sure. Like, so maybe like, maybe, like, I think, maybe he'll be able to work better in this I think sphere. I think this might be more his his level of of film. He needs to be dark. It looks like 310 to Yuma. Now, like, since mm-hmm. I found out, like... He's totally doing that same dusty dirt dirt bowl kind of cinematography. Unrelated, well, related, fun fact, 310 to Yuma is my favorite soundtrack of all time. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, don't I can't remember the soundtrack. Love What's it. on it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bold claim on that. Right? Yeah. Well, I bet you it's Is it like, a score? Or a is score. There a, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I, yeah, I thought maybe it had like super cool... So, songs on it, but if yeah, it has a cool uh, super... DNL one week, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. I, I I'm gonna have to go over it. I I do like good soundtracks to movies. Soundtracks that become almost a character on their own. Totally, like uh, there will be blood. Oh my god! Oh, perfect yeah. example. So good. Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. One of the most like, oh man. That's uh, is that Paul Paul Thomas Anderson? I think directed those, right? Directed with "There Will Be Blood" and and uh, "Punch Drunk Love." Yeah, he's actually got a new one coming out. Let's pull that up. Well, I think there's a new one. It is, and also what just came onto Netflix is that Joaquin Phoenix one that he did. So the new one he has coming up is called um, "Untitled Paul Thomas Anderson Project." Yes, it's super meta. Yeah, from what I was hearing about, it's super meta film. <laughs> I'm excited about that one. I got up and grabbed this bell so that I can I can move things along if we're sticking on one too long. Okay, so if I ding the bell, we got to move. Well, on. Well, let's move on. Let's move on now. Uh, we have uh, Ghost in the Shell coming up uh, March 31st. There's a lot in March. Yeah, actually, March March is chock full. I, that's awesome because life sucks in March for me, like work wise. Mm. It's fiscal year end. It's lots of cool story, bro. It's a lot of stuff. Um, ding the bell, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should be dinging the bell. Uh, so this has Scarlett Johansson. New podcast again. New problematic. Problematic because obviously this is based on the anime, uh, which is Japanese, and the main character is a Japanese cyborg robot kind of person. Um, they they're calling it whitewashing. With Scarlett Johansson. Kind of is again. Yeah. Yep. I mean, not even kind of. It just is again. Um, and this is directed by Rupert Sander, who recently, the only big name film that he's done is uh, 
I think Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh boy. Um, Which I don't know if I, I think I saw it. There was a couple that came out at the same time. Has anybody in this room? Is that the one that's it? got Thor in it? Yeah, I think so. I don't and, know. and he's um, the huntsman, right? Uh, yeah. Isn't Charlize Theron in it? She's like the queen or yeah. whatever. So. Oh, and oh, is that the one that and has Kristen something? Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which she's, I hated that she's movie. Kristen something. Yeah. Uh Kristen something. Is that who that is? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm. Uh, I mean, the trailer looks good. Um, if you ignore the controversy. Yeah, if you just ignore controversy and enjoy the movie, <laughs> why boycott anything, right? You know, I mean, it's not like... God. See, the thing is, and Scarlett send. Johansson, uh, she's obviously been trained as Black Widow. Yeah. She's really, like, there's barely any training she has to do for this. Like, how are they going to find a Japanese actress who also has action chops? Yeah, how are they ever going to do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... Having to learn kung fu and all the martial arts stuff, I don't know. <laughs> so I get it. I mean, it saves them a lot of time. She's already trained for the role. Um, I definitely have to see it though because I really like the anime. The anime is one one of the greatest animes that's ever been made, and visually, he's got a lot of it down. And it sounds like he's he's also managed to. People early early reviews are that he's like pretty faithful to the story, except for his. Is uh, white washing. That's Other than so, that, so completely faithful. Overlook that. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually more than one anime being turned to a live action that's being completely whitewashed. Name another one. Death Note. Oh yeah. Oh. Completely being whitewashed. Yeah, but Death Note technically was already made Japanese live action. So this is like the mm-hmm. American remake it's of like The Ring. That's true. That's yeah. True. <clears throat> I don't know how they'll do it, honestly, because. If you've if you've seen the Japanese one or even like some still shots from it, mm-hmm. that the demon god. I'm, I'm not. Job. I'm not really yeah. familiar yeah. with yeah. Death Note. I've never watched it. Is oh, it good. Can on you it. guys fill me in? Yeah, Death Note's great. It's a good one. Okay. Oh, never mind. I found the Wikipedia. I got it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I'll just give you a moment to read it. Thank you. <laughs> no. Anyways, watch it. It's good. <laughs> uh, so that's March. That's March. We're only at March. Wow. Okay, so that's Power Rangers, Skull Island, Logan, and Ghost in the Shell are all in March. Yes. That's fun. That's a fun month. Uh, April um, doesn't really have any big ones except for Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, boy. I can't believe they're still making I can't believe it either. I I have no excitement for this at all. (laughs) I'm just mentioning it because it is a franchise. Uh, is, Is it the fifth movie? Is the title like Pirates of the Caribbean colon again? Should just uh, still Johnny Depp. It should just be Pirates of the Caribbean colon like colon. <laughs> Johnny Depp. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I don't want to actually spend any time on it. Let's uh, hit the bell. Screw you, Jerry Brockheimer. Dead Men Tell No Tales, twenty seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there are two uh, kind of independent films that are coming out. I call them independent. Uh, but the one has Anne, ha- Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis in it. Oh. Uh, this is not a franchise film, but definitely in the genres that we're talking about. It's called Colossal. This is another trailer that we definitely have to watch. Okay. So, Mike, you pull it up. It oh. looks, and the director is Nacho Vigalando. I have no idea what he's done before. 
Okay. I just looked at the news and I think I'm in shock. A giant monster just materialized over Seoul. That happened like nine hours ago. You're just hearing about this. <laughs> what have you been doing all day? You ever notice how it just keeps destroying everything in its path, but it never looks down? It's like it's being operated by remote control. Gloria, you gotta see this. It's dancing. It's dancing like... Holy sh... Okay, so the premise the premise of that being <laughs> the premise of that being there is a huge kaiju like monster like a Godzilla kind of thing and uh Anne Hathaway plays a woman who realizes that that she's, she's accidentally controlling it. She's controlling it. That that monster is an embodiment of her in some form and yeah, so it looks funny. That sounds It looks epic. That sounds really awesome. I think it's going to be great. I love Anne Hathaway. Jason Sudeikis is great. Cool. Yeah. So, might be under the radar for some people, but that's coming out uh, April 7th. Okay. In select theaters, probably. Maybe I'm, not. I'm pretty excited about that. Jason Sudeikis is pretty funny. Uh, the other one that's kind of like an indie film that's actually coming out the same day, double feature, thinking, is the movie Slight. Slight. You're supposed to research all of these with me. Why am I the only one who knows this, No, Mike? no, no. <clears throat> So let's watch Slight then, too. You want to watch that? Have you seen too? the trailer for this, Anna? I have not. Oh. I haven't even heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Tell me a little bit about it. Okay, Slight is about a street musician, somewhat like David Blaine kind of guy. A street uh, musician like David Blaine? Magician. <laughs> did I say oh, musician? You did. You sure did. A street magician. David Blaine sometimes challenges himself. Did you see David Bl- Yeah, <laughs> did you see he just shot himself in the mouth? Uh, I don't care about David Blaine. Oh, he's the worst. Anyways, this is like more of like... The teenager uh, street musician, urban urban magician, but uh, it turns out maybe his tricks aren't tricks. What? Oh, okay. As you can see, there's no string at all. What's your name? A uh, Holly. You can grab it, Holly. How did you do that? So you do magic? I mean, a, a little. <laughs> my dad passed a while back, and my mom passed last year. It's just me and my little sister Tina, loving my life. Is the story that the ghosts so, of his family are helping him do the tricks? You? Have been oh, I don't know. Don't ruin it for me yet. I've been hearing his new supply in the area. Homie moves into our backyard and starts selling like I don't exist. We're gonna pay him a little visit. Talk to him about etiquette. I wish I could move Tina to a neighborhood with a better school, surrounded with better people. You got my money? Don't make so bad. I gave you a job when you needed it most. I'm gonna kill you and every person you know. What's happening? Nothing you need to worry about. Just hard being a grown up sometimes. That's all. 
idea how this happened. I'm gonna help you figure this out. Anyone can learn a trick. I can do something no one else can. Oh my God. I need more power. This isn't for a trick, is it? There's a lot of things in our lives that can trap us. But these barriers only exist if we let them. Chronicle meets Iron Man. Cool. Well, it looks like it might be might might be fine. It could also be terrible. I mean, I don't know yet from that trailer. Wait, does that say Cameron Esposito, like yep. the comedian? I'm not familiar. What did he say? Wait, what was the name? Tell us about oh, this Cameron, Cameron Esposito. Cameron Esposito. I don't know who Cameron Esposito is. Do I? No, I don't know. Uh, do she's got um, a show with her wife. I think she's been on Comedy Bang Bang. Right. Yes. Cameron Esposito. Yeah. She's all over. You know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know her. So I guess she's she must be in it. She's in that movie. Cool. It's got to be good. Cool. I don't know. It looks interesting. I, I'll it's watch a, it. I a unique won't go, story. I won't it looks go, different. I won't go yeah. to the theater, but I'll probably like. Oh no, that's it's a Sunday. That's a Netflix and chill kind of movie. Yeah. When but like Natalie actually, goes to like bed. I just yeah. want to, I just want to watch Netflix. That's <laughs> that's what I mean when I say that. What does anyone mean? That's all that anyone means. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's April. That's cool. That was April. Um, quiet month. Um, May. May. Here's where it gets exciting. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. That is Thoughts, Anna? I am very excited. I I know I'm alone on this, but I really like Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's done some things. <laughs> what do you like about him? Um, I, I really like how he interpreted the character. I really liked Guardians of the Galaxy as a comic book, um, just because it's a little bit more fun. Uh, I like, I mean... It's not like ragtag groups are unheard of, but this one's pretty diverse. Yeah, the misfits. Yeah. yeah. Motley yeah. crew. Yeah. And um like I like anything that ties in with like the gauntlet. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Uh so like I think they did a great job. I've I mean I've only seen it like ten times, the original. <laughs> um I've also seen it only about that many times. Maybe I might have hit twelve. Now okay. I don't know. My watch, kids love it too. I watch the opening scene sometimes, just like the opening bit where he's exploring that. Cave. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> so good. such a good feeling when that song kicks in. Yeah, yeah. So that that speaking of the soundtrack, obviously that's going to be a big part of the next one too. They're already talking about. Well, you can hear it in the trailer. I don't want to. I don't want to know what's on it though. Like I really don't. want to Well, know you know on. they've done a lot of repeats from the first one in the yeah. trailers. Yeah, like, I think uh, that's part of it, shielding us from what songs are on it. Guesses. Well, it's one of the best-selling soundtracks of all time. Yeah, a lot of people have and, had and, no and idea. A, it's in a world are. now where who buys a movie soundtrack? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. A, it's not a thing anymore. Okay, so what? What was the year when he was abducted in the movie? Eighty some, eighty something. Eighty something. Yeah. What would it be? Eighty. I'm going to say eighty-four. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping for some rock well, maybe set. Maybe later. Rock set? Yeah. That's my hope. Rock set would be good. Some look sharp. Something mm-hmm. off of look sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they still, yeah. So the first one is 
mainly 70s tracks. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit later. Definitely get some 80s stuff. Yeah. Maybe some uh, Devo. Mm-hmm. And they, I bet you we'll have some Devo on it. So it was 88. So they could they could. He got abducted in 88? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. As, okay. It, that it, it means, it in the MCU, it's in 1988. So, yeah, it could be. There's a lot of good music. Yeah, they could do a lot of stuff. Get into some of the punk rock. Yeah, who comes kn- out. Who knows? Um, so this one has not really any big villains in it. I think they're just on another adventure. I think, uh, from what I know, Thanos is kind of still lurking out there, uh, trying to get his Infinity Gems on his gauntlet. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he plays a critical role. I'm not. I'm not too clear on what who the bad guys are. What this is. This is really more about his father. Well, so his father. Yes. Anna, can you fill us in? Um, I know that from what I've read, the movies are taking it in a different direction than the comics. Mm-hmm. But are. I don't remember how it differs. Well, Kurt Russell, first of all, is playing his father. <laughs> so yeah. that alone is, is awesome. Apparently, he's playing uh, Ego, the the living planet. Oh, yeah. Okay, so okay, he's going to yeah. be, it's going to be his, you know, uh, what would you call it? Human version of ego. So he's not actually going to be a living planet. No, he could be. I mean, he's he's the soul of a planet in a way. He's a god. So does he exist? Ways. Does he exist in a human form in the comic books at all? Like in as a walking? I person? maybe. I, I mean, think frankly, so. I, yeah. I, I think I it's going to be. I think it would be a real bummer and a waste. If he's just a, if he's just a, a floating, floating planet. <laughs> planet. Because Kurt Russell, because Kurt Russell's space. amazing, and I want him. I really want him to get some. I want him to like pal around with. Well, just remember, people. I don't think a planet would come to Earth and sleep with a woman to make Chris Pratt. Right, <laughs> but I think he wasn't. That yeah. would be quite the penis on that planet. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. But ego in the comic books, uh, he, like he literally he moves around. It's a floating planet that like travels through the stars. Yeah. Um, he has come in contact with Earth a few times. He's a kind of a aloof villain. He's he's usually someone who has created a conflict. The planet is in conflict, um, but without really, he doesn't necessarily have an agenda. So, who's Peter Quill's father in the comic book series? Oh no, I can't remember. Peter Quill's father. I don't remember his name, but he's he's like galactic royalty. Yeah, isn't he like a suave guy? Like he's kind of like Peter Quill is in the Well, movie. so originally the rumor that was coming out for who Kurt Russell was going to play, because the, the rumor about Kurt Russell has been around for a while. It's finally confirmed. But a lot of people thought he would play Thanos' brother. Because there's the Eternals and the Celestials, and uh, Thanos' brother is actually a bit of a suave uh, heartbreaker who, you know, boys around town. He's a bit of a playboy type god. Doesn't really care about Thanos' thing. Um, J- Jason of Spartax? Yeah, that's Yay. right. Jason of Spartax. Hey, there we go. Thanks, now, Internet. I don't know. Is that actually in the comics? Who is his father? Emperor yep. of Spartoi. Oh, okay, Spartoi so that's Emperor. a comic one. That's yeah. not who I'm talking about. Thanos' brother, he's basically like a Valentine. He's a he's a, a Casanova type. Okay. Okay. Um, and 
because they had already said Jason of Spart- Spartax is not going to be. So you were thinking this was the rumor, like yeah, I thought it was good is... too because they, yeah. they they were saying he was something ancient, right? When right. they're they're looking at his genetic blood tests or whatever, uh, Chris Pratt, the you know Star Lord, mm-hmm. they're like, well, there's something ancient in you. You're not just human, right? So I was kind of like, I thought that would be good, and yeah. he's also got a bit of a the same kind of demeanor, you know, he's got a way with women. Uh, something that they could even suggest was almost a power, a sway. Mm, I gotcha. You know? But they're not doing that. They're making his dad a planet. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, I guess. Sure. <laughs> so I'm sure James Gunn thought that that made more sense. We'll see how that goes. Uh, no maybe, matter what, it's. I think it's going to be awesome. I wonder if it'll play into Infinity War at some point. Oh, it will. It has yeah. to. It's got to. It. So Sylvester Stallone is also in this movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So thinking just for the cameos are in this. Uh, Nathan Fillion is in this movie. Yeah, that's good. In a bigger role than last time. Yeah. Not hidden behind. Oh, that's character. right. Yeah. yeah, hidden behind the character. No, he's playing a bigger role. Uh, I think Sylvester Stallone's playing like um, a Nova Corps kind of right. guy. So I, I'm thinking a, a reboot of his Judge Dredd character, <laughs> so, <laughs> which could be funny yeah. or terrible. Uh, Nathan Fillion being our number one pick to have on the show, yeah, as a guest, yeah, Nathan Fillion, local boy, uh, still waiting for your reply. <laughs> Next time you're in town, <coughs> drop a line. You know where to find us. I mean, I've we've never once like even tweeted at him, so I mean our odds aren't good. I've I don't actually think we've reached. You're supposed out. to be tweeting. Well, I don't tweet at him. It just seems I don't know. Yeah, it's not like social media is about like directly engaging people. So we, yeah, that's what, a weird thing to do. What we're re- so what, what you're saying? Is I just strategy, I, I retweet them a lot. Our strategy for Nathan Fillion <laughs> is to hope that our fan base gets so big that he hears about our show, listens, yeah, to the and show. then notices that we like and retweet him a lot, yeah, and then notices that we're from Edmonton, and then he'll approach us. That's the plan. That's my marketing strategy. <laughs> We can't I think we need to have a marketing strategy meeting yeah. <laughs> and re-look at this. Uh, okay, so that's one of my biggest picks for this year. I'm most excited about that. I'll probably see it in the theater a couple times. Uh, the kids are going to love it. My kids are huge fans. Um, Karen, um, Karen Gillan is also in it again playing awesome. uh, Nebula. Oh. But I think in this instance, she's not like the enemy. I think she's kind of going to join she, the yeah, team. It looks like she's joining the team. Yeah. So maybe she gets that stick out of her butt and uh, realizes that her her sister is actually pretty awesome and she should join the team. Oh, that would be cool. Um, is Peter Serafinowicz going to be in this one too? I know it wasn't That's, like a huge role, but I love that guy. And also John C. Riley too. I want to see John C. Oh, yeah. Riley again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got to be in it. <laughs> well, let's see. Well, it's not listed on his page. So, so the answer to that is no. Okay. No. Not good, in it. Good to know. Uh, next one that is coming out. Uh, I don't actually, I didn't write the date down. But it's somewhere between May and June. So it's probably sometime in May. Um, Alien Covenant. This is the sequel to Prometheus. Yeah. That's May, who ni- May here, 19th. Who liked Prometheus? Oh, no. Begin. Um, <laughs> didn't that have Alicia Vikander in it? I don't remember her being in that. Was or am she? I just getting confused because Michael Fassbender <laughs> is in it? Yeah, it, was, it so. had, yeah, it had <laughs> and Michael no. Vicklander in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Numi Rap. 
Rapace, or, or I don't know how you pronounce her last name. Uh, Numi was in it. I liked it fine. I wasn't in love with it. And I like I couldn't tell you why. So this is a sequel. Apparently it is set on that same planet that they go exploring. Uh, it's another ship that goes and they go to this planet. And the only thing that's I, there... I don't think we got over Prometheus yet. <laughs> okay, personally, Prometheus, I didn't like. Um, especially because there is a huge amount of mythos that could have built and done a really... like Just make it a half hour longer. Really, you know... Do something. Do something. Anything. And there, it felt cut in weird ways. Nothing was really explained. No. Uh, the whole guy bleeding into the ocean, the river at the beginning made no sense. I mean, people have started to fill in the blanks later. Well, the deleted, they had deleted scenes. Yeah, I saw the deleted scene, but even that was like... Yeah. So, from what I know, that species or that beings, they tried to basically fertilize the planet... Also, our planet Earth, and then decided that they were not into it. It was a failure of an experiment, so they created alien creatures to wipe the planet out, almost like a, you know, like a Prometheus, bio- yeah. <laughs> like a Prometheus. Got it. Okay, like a- Alien Covenant. <laughs> Prometheus alien Covenant. Sucked. Prometheus sucked, or was whatever. I, don't I know people who loved it. Michael Fassbender is in this movie. Yes. He is reprising his role as the, uh, what do they call him, just the cyborg android thing. Uh, he's still on the planet because he doesn't die. He's a, he's probably still there playing basketball. Remember that scene in Prometheus where he's playing basketball? Right. Um, and so they go down there. They think that they're going to some kind of Eden-like planet and then realize, obviously, that they should have scanned it better. Yeah, they should have scanned it better. Um Personally, I think Ridley Scott needs to not be doing these movies anymore. I think he's lost his touch. He shouldn't be doing any movies at all. No, I'm not going to go that far. He he's no George Lucas or or uh, Michael Bay. Oh, <laughs> we're not talking about Michael <laughs> Bay. But but George Lucas, when you know, talking about someone who had a an idea of a world, and then it was like, okay, there's better ideas out there now. It's time to take the reins from you. That's what needs to happen with Ridley Scott. And one of the persons who wants to do that, wants to actually make uh, Alien, I guess it would be five, with uh, Sigourney Weaver back in her role again, is uh, Neil Blomkamp. Like District 9. District 9. And he has done a whole bunch of concept art. We'll put a link on the website. A whole bunch of concept art that like all the fans are like, oh man, this guy knows what he's doing. And Neil apparently is online, but Ridley Scott wanted to get the sequel to Prometheus out first before they did Alien 5. All right. <laughs> yeah, done. Done on that one. Like I said, there's a, there's a lot here. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of movies. It's crazy. Um, uh, June comes around, and we have Wonder Woman. What do you think? I have strong feelings. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, okay, so watching the trailer for the first time, I love Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, just seeing, like, the, the you know, first few, like, clips and, I don't know, it, like, looks amazing. 
I started getting emotional, started cheering up, and then I see fucking Chris Pine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I hate his face, for he's, one. He's got kind of a weird to look at face. Like, well, I just want to punch it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then even from the trailer, making it look like he's saving her and she needs him, and like, it's an entire dynamic that I just don't need and I don't think is necessary for the movie. Right. And yeah. I think just sort of undercuts everything. Yeah. I know what trailer you're talking about. There I've seen some different cuts that don't quite seem that way. Okay. But I think the the first one that came out definitely seemed that way. And I get it with Chris Pine. I don't know what it is either. I don't want to punch him in the face and I actually think he does an okay Kirk. Oh his mm-hmm. Kirk I like his yeah. Kirk. But yeah. it's I think it's the eyebrows. Maybe. He does a lot of like handsome boy faces that uh, are just no it's no good yeah. and whereas like there's other handsome boys like the he uh, who plays Thor oh Hemsworth. another Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth Chris yeah. Hemsworth like that guy does those, those faces yeah. yes that's Kirk's true dead. yes uh, he does them in a way that are just less way less annoying yeah mm-hmm. totally so Gal Gadot thoughts on Gal Gadot I think she's well cast I think so too. Do you guys like her in Batman versus Superman? She was the only thing good about Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Agreed. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Who's totally. directing Wonder Woman? Uh, Patty Jenkins. Not Zack Snyder. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Zack Snyder has nothing. Well, he obviously has something to do with it. But uh, Patty Jenkins is directing. She's the one who did uh, the Charlize Theron film Monster. Oh, right. That's on Netflix now. I was going to watch it. I haven't seen it. I believe Char- Charlize Theron wins a. An Oscar in that movie. She she in, in she the did. movie. She yeah. wins it. It's in the about movie. her. It's Oscar about a win. serial killer who wins an Oscar. <laughs> uh, Robin Wright is also in this. No longer Robin Wright Penn, which is probably the best thing she could have done. And I think she plays I think that's uh, Gal Gadot's any, who's mother. Been involved with Penn says says the same thing. Like Charlize Theron. Hey, <laughs> there you go. I think anyone who's involved with any pens, including Chris Penn. Most people say Chris Penn's the worst of the pens. Well, they're all bad. Yeah. So I think the movie looks good. They're kind of doing a take on like the Captain America thing where it's set uh, World War II. So Chris Pine is the pilot that crashes on Themyscira. And they, you know, there's no man, men on this island. It's the island of the Amazons. Um, Wonder Woman, I don't know how specifically they'll do it, is going to be probably uh, the daughter of Zeus. And uh, I think she just goes off to fight World War Two on huh. to because so many people are dying, she can't bear to have them die. So it's almost like a prequel story to her story in Batman versus Superman. Right, right. Because we've seen that, we saw that photo that Batman. Yeah, Batman fights yeah. her. Yeah. Batman knows knows but that she's, she's been old. around for a while. Yeah. Interesting. So I think it'll be you know putting a female director in there is really important. They needed to do that. And also someone who doesn't necessarily uh, go into it thinking of an action movie, but more of the mythos and the story. Yeah, there's a Which, lot to pull from there. Yeah, totally. and I think that's that's amazing. I don't know if they're going to do an invisible jet. Never understood the invisible jet. It's a it's a strange. Where did she get it? How did she find it? Mm-hmm. Did she bump into it? How did how long did it take her to figure out it was a jet? How do you do maintenance? How do you do it? Yeah, how do you do that? And at the same time, she can fly. And yeah, if you can so fly, why do you, if you can fly, why, why do you need, need a, jet? a jet? I don't think she flies in in the movies, though. I think they're grounding her a little bit. 
Did she fly in Batman versus Superman? Mm, I don't think so. Uh-oh. I don't think so. She also didn't have a jet. She didn't have a jet. She was also kind of undercover. True. Also in June, Transformers, The Last Night, Michael Bay film, Mark Wahlberg's in Why it. Why are you doing this? Let's talk about okay, this really next. quickly. <laughs> Mark, John Goodman's in it too. That's probably the only saving grace of that whole thing. And it's, a that sta- it's a stain on John Goodman. But yes. Michael oh, Bay. Michael Bay. Same like, He's like in four movies that we're talking about. John Goodman's been year. in almost every Transformers. He plays one of the voices of the Transformers. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Good. Sorry, I could. We could actually do a whole. Let's episode. get off of this. <laughs> okay, coming into an, another franchise, uh, burgeoning f- franchise, uh, the Mummy. Okay. Is coming out. This is not the Brendan Fraser action flick. This is a reboot of the classic Mummy movie, this time starring Tom Cruise as the uh, adventuring archaeologist who unearths, I think it's a, a princess mummy or something that comes to life. Yeah. Played by Sophia Botella. And who is that? Um, I think she's played very similar princess mummy characters in other movies. <laughs> like, I think she's starting to get a little typecast, actually. Yeah. You know, seriously, pull it up. I, I think I might be in, right. Like Scooby Doo episodes, or <laughs> no, no, no. She's awesome. She was. Uh, she's the 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 girl that uh, Scotty finds in Star Trek Beyond. With the the white face, the white face oh, girl. Okay, okay. Yeah, she's also the so girl, also kind of a mummy type, mummy yeah, princess type. She's also the sword leg girl from Kingsman, from Kingsman: The Secret Service. Uh huh. Okay, she's pretty mm-hmm. awesome in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she was in Street Dance too. <laughs> oh, that's the one I know her from. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, uh, this also I, I think she's great. This also has Russell Crowe in it. Oh. Russell Crowe is in this film, and he is playing Dr. Henry Jekyll, as in the Jekyll oh. and Hyde Oh, Jekyll. that's, that's okay. a neat twist. So I what like this that. is, this is Universal Pictures, who is going back to all their old, like, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Dracula films from the 40s, 50s, and on. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, and they're bringing them back. They're rebooting them. This is the mummy. It fits in the same world as I think that Dracula Reborn movie that came out. It was like the prequel story to Dracula. It was terrible, not very good. Uh, I think the Benicio del Toro Wolfman film is actually a part of this as well. So this was actually an attempt to be a thing like that at that time. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, they've been thinking about this for a while. I knew. I, yeah, I guess I've heard this being like, like rebooted. Or Dracula: The Untold and... Story was that what it was called? I don't. Something remember. like that. That Anyways. was supposed to be in the same universe as the Wolfman. Yeah, that's that's like his his origin story <laughs> for Dracula. So they're they're rebooting. Uh, they're rebooting a franchise universe essentially. Well, yeah. I mean, so when these movies came out, like it was like often there'd be like Wolfman versus Frankenstein, yeah, yeah. or Dracula meets the Mummy. Like, these were happening all the time, so they kind of want to do that. <laughs> and is this tying in with the Kevin Bacon Invisible Man? Yes, it is. It's No. No, 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 no. Okay, oh. so you tricked me there. It is tying in with the Invisible Man, mm-hmm. uh, but not that original Kevin Bacon one. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah, that one, that was a terrible movie. Yeah. That's one of the worst Kevin Bacon movies ever. And I'm yeah. sure, as I have pulled up the list of the new Invisible Man movie that's coming up and seen the... You're going to be super actor. surprised at who's playing the Invisible Man. I, actually, do you want to take a guess? Can I have hints? Okay. Think yes. of someone who uh, largely is never invented invisible in any of his roles. In fact, he's very, very vibrantly out. Visible. He's very visible. He's a visible man. He's uh, a <laughs> very visible man. <laughs> he's, um, he's, he's been in the press a lot lately. Women say he's a little bit wonky. A little wonky? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, uh, we've mentioned one of his franchises already. His uh, movies today. often get pirated. Uh, I was going to say Johnny Depp. When you said wonky, <laughs> yeah. I am so sick of Johnny Depp and everything. Everything. You don't actually have to see him. Yeah, at least he's invisible. He's invisible. <laughs> Thank God. But then why do they have to pay Johnny Depp prices? Exactly. That's actually a really good point. My least favorite part like, of... Uh, kid, what's the makeup going to look like on me? <laughs> I'm just going to do a silly voice. I'm going to do a silly voice like this. <laughs> I'm the Invisible Man. Hello. I'm the Invisible Man. <laughs> Basically, he just paints himself in God, camouflage. I used to love that guy. <laughs> the, the worst part of... Have you seen Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Yes. And how, how... I'm spoiling it right now. Yeah, it's... Spoiler Spoilers, alert. heads up, plug your fingers in your ears. Why in the hell does Colin Farrell disappear and Johnny Depp show up? That was that made me so mad. Yeah, and he's got like two different colored eyes, and he's got weird teeth, uh, and he's just like, like it's like Johnny hair. Depp playing another Johnny Depp. Role. I like Colin yeah. Farrell. Colin Farrell is amazing. He's yeah. great. It was gross. That was a gross tack on there. I don't know why that happened. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was like, they didn't need him to sell the movie either. No, not at all. And like Colin's hair color changing, fine. Yeah, just change like his that, hair that's color. That's enough. Yeah. That's a reveal. But. Bah. And a scar or something. Like, just yeah. play just a normal pl- person. Just be you at your age and maybe play an alcoholic because you'll be yeah. good at it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can play everything. Just play yourself, Johnny. Quit running. <laughs> Quit running away. I feel like it was Tim Burton that did it to him. T- Tim Got Burton him has some Tim sick Burton thing hooked with him. him. It was like a heroin. Yeah. He's a junkie now for the oddball character. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the other movies in that in that franchise are Wolfman, Van Helsing, Creature from the Black Lagoon, which I think that's my most exciting one. How do you do Creature from the Black Lagoon today? I don't know. Like, where's the story? Are they going to make it like a swamp thing kind of thing? And the only other one is uh, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, and their look- studios looking at Angelina Jolie to play her. Of course. Yeah, and uh, is there a Frankenstein movie first though? Well, uh, it's that that's. Uh, no, there's not a Frankenstein movie. It's going to be Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, I guess. And actor Javier Bardem was in talks to play Frankenstein's monster. Classic Bardem. So if they all have these, like, He'd be a great sad backstory, whatever, when they all meet, is it going to be, like, a support group? Well, that's what I kind of wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, are they going to be, like, the new, like, you know, Justice League, but Monster League? You know? Maybe. Are they going to fight the even more scary monsters? Do they just fight each other? Oh, I guess we'll wait and see. Sit in Beyond two thousand seventeen, with folding chairs and bad coffee. Yeah, <laughs> just talk about Hi. how s- screwed up. My all name is. is Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Hi, I'm Johnny Depp. You can't see me, but I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I can't be seen. It's tearing me apart. He scares the shit out of Frank. So he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I didn't, I I didn't so creepy. really see you there. <laughs> okay, so next good one. We're going on with the Marvel thing. Bing! Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. So this has Tom Holland. Feelings, everyone. Tom Holland, who is introduced in Captain America Civil War. What I'm are our feelings excited. on this? I'm excited. I like him as Spider-Man. Um, I am really over all of the reboots. Me too. I mm-hmm. agree. Um, but I, I enjoyed this interpretation. Obviously, this is kind of out of Sony's hands. They're they're co-producers of it. But this is now in Marvel mm-hmm. Marvel Studios' hands. D- Disney, yeah. Yeah, Disney's mm-hmm. got, got the reins. Uh, what did we think of Tom Holland in Captain America Civil War? I thought he was like fun comic relief mm-hmm. and it didn't feel um it didn't feel like unnecessary or forced like it, it was it was cute yeah he seems like he seems like a good peter parker in that he has the uh, quips mm-hmm. but he also is like totally nailing the self-consciousness of peter parker yeah he seems like earnest and yeah, he, genuine he's, he's earnestly like quipping yeah. and to, well, as a defense mechanism well he's like emboldened by the costume yeah yeah, too. yeah, yeah, like, yeah he yeah. wouldn't yeah. necessarily say those quips in his school hallway right. right but when he's got that mask on it's like he's all tude he's a more believable peter parker than like andrew garfield who's like he just came across as kind of like a total dick yeah well also for, we didn't we didn't get movies. much time with the the classic spider-man who who was a high school student. Yeah. Like, both those stories, they kind of fast-forward to them outside of high school. Which, I mean, I get it. They're trying to skip the reboot that we saw with... Well, I mean, the no, original no. Tobey Maguire movie, yeah, we didn't even see him doing high school. Yeah, yeah I he, don't know. He has one fight in the hallway, and then he's moved on, he's going to university. Yeah. And trying to pay the bills by taking photos. Yeah. So, we get to see Tom Holland. This is also has Robert Downey Jr. in it. Playing Iron Man, I think I, from the trailers I've seen, Iron Man is fighting alongside him. I think gives him well, a they new fly next uniform to each other or whatever. Swing, fly. Right. And we know, we know uh, that much. Donald Glover is also in this. Right. I don't know what role he plays. Okay. But I love Donald yeah, Glover. They, they haven't said yeah. I remember, like back before Tom Holland was cast, there were rumors that it was going to be Donald Glover, and I like I like had a lot. Like invested in. I that. think a lot of people totally. Did. I think I think we all wanted that. Yeah, they were talking about doing a Spider-Man that was um, a Miles Morales character. So like the new Spider-Man for the lame person at home who doesn't the know. lame person <laughs> for the lame person at home <laughs> uh, <laughs> for you lame people. Uh, uh, Miles Morales takes up the mantle after uh, Peter Parker's death. Is it his death? Yeah, he uh, dies. It depends what universe you're he, in. He guess. kicks the bucket. Anyways, great character. Um, Marissa Tomei is Aunt May. Right. Which is really excited about. That's pretty I awesome. love Marissa Tomei. I'm curious if they're going to deal with... super babe. If they're going to deal with, like, Uncle Ben in this at all, or, like, it's what's going to happen. I know it's already happened, but I want to know, like, if they've cast it, if we're going to see a flashback, anything like that. Huh? I'm curious. We also have Michael Keaton is in this, and oh. he is playing... He's the villain. He is playing the Vulture. Which is awesome for me. So he was Birdman, yeah. and now he's the Vulture. Yeah, that's exactly. so funny. Okay. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this movie. I think it'll be good, and I'm really happy to see uh, Marvel have a, a, a say in how he's depicted. <laughs> Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. Uh. July 28th with uh, my other man crush, 
Idris Elba. Oh boy. Yeah. Who doesn't love Idris Elba? Seriously. I I can't think of a single human being. Oh my god. <laughs> I, Idris Elba is Did did you guys in, enter into his contest that he's been running on maybe. Twitter? You maybe did. Maybe. <laughs> what is be, this contest? Be Idris Elba's Valentine. He's been posting videos. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's been amazing. Oh god. See, that's the kind of guy like uh almost kind of similar to um when it comes to poise and presence like if you were to walk into a room or just like you're sitting there at a restaurant he walks in like i feel like you would know it even if you weren't facing him yeah you just just like you go like what just happens (laughs) because you and how would you even talk to a man like that when you hear his voice alone seriously no you just quiver yeah that's all you do it's much like um luke cage the man mm, Luke yeah. Cage, also a beautiful man. Who's who? Who? What's the actor's name? Google guy. Google guy. We need to find out the actor in Luke Cage. I can't remember his name, but I can just imagine that guy entering a room. I don't know. What What do you do? What do you say? How do you approach that person? Yeah. How do you take their food order? Yeah, yeah. Well, I so I I did buy a couple tickets into this contest to uh, be Idris Elba's <laughs> Valentine. Yes, I'm not ashamed to say, <laughs> but no. like I purchased the tickets like. Not wanting to win, knowing that if I did, I would just be like a slack jawed idiot the entire time. Because, oh, yeah. How do you like small talk? What are you supposed to talk about? And I picture him being like, like really stern and like quiet during the whole meal and like unimpressed with everything I have to say in my <laughs> fantasy of winning the prize. I don't know. Cause I know. He, he kind of does crappy R&B music too. I know. He's also like, I mean, I just picture like going on a date with Luther. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Luther. Uh, can we, okay. I, I want some sound bites. Can we pull up an Idris Elba soundbite? That man's voice. Um, Actually, let's do some of his music. I didn't By the way, know he did music. Yeah. It's Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. Right. That's right. So what's his music? Just he's got he's got a music video. Okay. He actually has a music video. Let's watch this music video. I don't think we'll watch all of it. And then let's uh I think we should take a pee break. Private garden? That might be it. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, this is it. I hope this doesn't ruin anything for you guys. Nope. I seen it before. I seen that look on your face. I seen those tears behind the eyes. It's a hard place to come from when you let your guard down. Let this brother enter your private. Whoa! <laughs> Ooh, can I assist you? your problems girl let me show you a way to celebrate your life i will be gentle with you i will be gentle baby <laughs> just let me show you Like I said, we don't need to watch all of this. It's pretty terrible. I feel like it was a couple like billowing white curtains away from the uh, 
David Brent music video. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, that comes in the second half. Yeah, oh. <laughs> they go inside. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just scrolling through. Oh. <laughs> Some henna tattoos. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Oh no. Just okay. Anyways, <laughs> still love them. The Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Uh, based on the, is there trailers for it? I could. There's find no it. trailer. Okay. It's not. It's not at that stage. So this is based on the Stephen King uh, series, I guess you would say. It's based on the Dark Tower. Dark series. Tower series um, that has. I mean, he started writing that a long time ago and has interwoven many of his other uh, stories yeah. into this world somehow. I think he started writing. There's a lot of homages made in other books. 79, and I think he finished it in 2003. Yeah, it's his secret, like, it's his nerd book. It's the one that he really likes to write about, but just knows that the horror sells. Right. Um, I've read the book. Really liked it. I've read the first couple in the series. I've, I'm, I'm just currently reading the second one in the series. Yeah. And I'm loving it. Yeah, very abstract. Have you read it, Anna? I have not. I recommend it. It's good. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's very, it's very graphic, but it's so, and it's so weird. It's so, it's, yeah, it's an abstract book you, for you, sure. You feel like you're missing something the whole time you're reading the first one because yeah. you're like, he gives you no information, like okay. nothing, no leg to stand on. Yeah, I guess just, I mean, he just throws you in. What's the synopsis for it? It's a world that is not our world. Seems to be a world beyond our world. Real, real simple. It's a it's a gunslinger trying to track down the man in black. So it's Idris Elba trying to track down Matthew McConaughey, and he's just following him. And he picks up a little boy, named along Jake, the along the way. And it's a really dark. Yeah, story. it's almost got a bit of a like a Cormac McCarthy kind of feel in a lot Absolutely. of ways, like the road. That's okay. totally like it. The road. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot like the road. Um, but in a weird kind of fantasy, kind of something world. You don't really understand it until later in the books. Okay. Um, really good, though. Now, the premise for the film is what has me a little bit worried. It's saying Jake is like this kid whose dad died in like the World Trade Center and everything. And it's pulling in that like contemporary that, that Americana patriotism stuff oh. from, from all of that again. And like I'm that that really worried me when I read when I read it in the synopsis, and like, yeah, I mean that worries me because that's there's nothing like that at all in the book. It's much more vague and poetic. Like that's that scares me. I hope it doesn't go into some. Who's the director? Weird Hollywood place. The director is Nicolaj Arcel. Well, I'll see it. Oh, I'm gonna see it. Idris Elba. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. That guy and his. His, uh, his, we his should music. also briefly talk about uh, Idris Elba as a James Bond. Ah, let's potential. take let's take a let's take a piss break. <laughs> oh, now you're gonna do it? Yeah. Now we're taking a pee break? Yeah, I'll just play us out. Okay. It might take time for you to trust me. Trust me. This episode of Barcelli Brothers is brought to you by Uncle Norman's Mustache Tamer. Got a mustache? Rub it in, why don't you? The enter. Okay, good bathroom break. Mm-hmm. You found the bathroom all right? I did, and yeah. I um, may have been distracted by your cat. Oh, yeah, Levon. Yeah, he's a he's a suckle. I love that guy. I wish I could pet him without erupting. Wah, wah, wah. Let's move on. Hit the bell. 
We also got bells here. <laughs> We're moving to July. Uh, a movie that I'm quite excited about, and it's one of those ones that I always forget that I am excited about it. It's a franchise that uh, got rebooted uh, what, five years ago now, six years ago, 2011, 2010. War of the Planet of the War for the Planet of the Apes. Right. It is the third in the series. Yes. Um, don't ask me what the other titles were. I definitely know one was Beyond the Planet of the Apes. No, that's an old one. That's an old old one. Anyways, Rise, doesn't matter. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Dawn of the Planet of the Dawn Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> so this is War for the Planet of the Apes. It has Woody Harrelson uh, and Judy Greer in it. Oh. Which uh, I love Judy Greer. Very funny lady. I I don't think she's going to be doing comedy in this film. Um, this is director Matt Reeves, the guy who did the last one. I, I'm satisfied with the Planet of the Apes movies. I like them. Yeah. They're pretty solid. Yeah, this this uh, reboot, these iterations, um, I found a, <laughs> a lot more satisfying than the uh, Marky Mark ones. The Tim Burton. Yeah. Tim Burton. Yeah. Another Tim Burton catastrophe there. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. I watched the trailers for this one. Yeah. Woody it, Harrelson. It looks dark. It looks yeah, I intense. You were making a comment earlier about what you are worried about of this with this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm... I guess, you know, I'm worried about the pacing. Uh, I'm worried they're not advancing it enough because I was, I'm terrified that this, that they're going to have a flop. Mm-hmm. And if they get one flop, we don't get to see another one. And I'm still like, we still know that there's a bunch of Martians in space, like are a bunch of astronauts in space that like went to Mars and got lost or whatever. Yeah. The wormhole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where the original comes from. With, and I want to uh, see what's happening. Cause they've yeah. been, they've been, they've been playing that out over like, we saw the newspaper in the in yeah. The where's Charlton Heston going through his wormhole and yeah. landing uh, in the future on an? They had several references yeah. to it in in the in the first movie of the reboot. They both had, of them. It was like on the news. Was it in? I think, was it, it, in think the it's in both of them. Yeah, they reference it. But yeah, it was on the news for sure. And then and then the paper landing on the step, lost in space. It started yeah. off with them being they, they were all excited about their mission. Now, what if they just did that as a, an homage? I just, I, I just think that would be boring. And that, like, them even, like, that as an homage feels, like, wasted. You know what I mean? Like, that feels like it has too much waste, weight to it to just, like, discard. Yeah. You, you, if, you, somebody, if you see somebody throw those kinds of, like, that kind of bait out there for an audience, like, you think that's going to come back. It would be yeah. just bad. It would be bad, right? But, yeah. but they so might what, you're, what you're asking bases. for then is that this whole, um, basically, the idea of an identity journey of a culture of apes trying to live in a world. Uh, I want to wrap it the, up. With the last vestiges <laughs> of humanity also still hating them and blaming them for their own uh, demise. And then you want to add wormhole physics and some astronaut from the future who comes. Yes. And he's been gone for like, it's, you know, 50 years or whatever. And he's there. And yes. It's like, hey. Oh, shit. Yes. Damn dirty apes. Yes. Like that. Yes. Moving on. Okay. Uh, a new Luc Besson movie is coming out um, based on a French comic book. Uh, that has been around for a really long time. It's been uh, it's a story. What's he? What's this director most well known for? 
Well, he's known for a lot of things. Uh, Fifth Element is one of Fifth, his big Fifth ones. Fifth Element's a big um, deal. Leon, the professional. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I heard about this one. So this is uh, this is called Valyrian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And so one of the things that's interesting about this is in the comic book, I can't really tell you much. I th- Valyrian might be the main character. He may be. He may be. He may be the only human character in this. In the comic book, everyone's alien. So this movie will have a lot of aliens in it. Uh, it's got Dane DeHaan in it, who I really, really like. Dane DeHaan was in uh, Chronicle. He also was in one of those Spider-Man movies. He, he was played... in Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yes, and he played. He played uh, Harry Osborn. Osborn. Right. Uh, it's also got, uh, we were talking about her earlier, Cara Delevingne. Yeah. Who is going to be in the new Han Solo movie. Oh. What? Uh, is that what you're saying? No. She's not going to be in that. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, who, <laughs> you're, who, you're, who you're thinking of is, uh, is uh, Amelia Clark, who I, who I also brought up earlier. Right. You like both those girls. So this one is, it's, it's an old French, <laughs> uh, French comic book. Space space opera kind of journey could potentially become more than one movie. Um, I have a soft spot for Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Nothing quite like it. Exists. No, that's the weirdest thing I ever saw when um, I was that it. I've been able I, to rewatch it like hundreds of times. Wow, that's a lot of time spent on that movie. It's not that good. Well, I mean, like <laughs> uh, it was like one of those super channel ones that Dad would always have on on a Sunday morning. It was on. It was on Superstation a lot. Yeah, yeah. but um, but it, I always watched it. That I liked it enough to do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kingsman, the sequel to the Kingsman the Golden Circle. The go- Nicholas. Sorry, I'm waiting on this one. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Uh, this one, it, did we all watch the first one? Yes. Did you like it? More yes than no. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, you? Fair, fair. Uh, I thought it was really weird. There was di- I didn't really know how to take it. For mm-hmm. like, for the yeah. most part, I didn't know what was intentionally good or whether I was reading good into it. <laughs> yeah, like I wasn't sure if like I was supposed to read it the entire thing as like kind of campy and like self referential yeah. and yeah. like self aware or not because it really like vacillated between that and totally serious but weird. Yeah. Okay. And overall, guys. Overall, let you I in like, on a little I secret like that. You are supposed to read into that. It is supposed to be a little campy and a little like self-referential. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So I think it did a good job of that. It was. I enjoyed it. I didn't have a bad time watching that. Colin film. Firth is and, great, and I thought. That, and Mark Strong. I love Mark Strong. Yeah. I thought that it was. Um, yeah, it was, I, I I enjoyed it a lot. And Matthew Vaughn is the director. Great director. Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels got him him going, and he's. I don't know. He knows how to do that kind of stuff. So the new one has Channing Tatum in it. Colin Firth is also in it. Taron Eger- Edgerton, Edger- Edgerton or Egerton eh. is in it. And uh, again, Matthew Vaughn directing. Hmm. Okay. Go see it. <laughs> <clears throat> October 6th. This one's a big deal. Um, I'm going to start out by talking about... A movie I just watched last week called Arrival. Have you seen Arrival, Michael? Yes. 
Anna. No. You haven't seen it yet. I read the spoilers. You did read the spoilers. Yes. Uh, it's beautiful to watch, so I would say it's still worth watching. Okay. Uh, I like Amy Adams. I believe that's who that is in that movie. Is mm-hmm. it Amy Adams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it's it's a nice movie. And it's, De- it's Denis Villeneuve uh, who directed it. He recently in the news uh, is uh, going to be directing the new Dune oh. film. Uh, I don't know when that'll come out. But this one is one of his as well. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. So this is going to have a Mr. Handsome who I... I'm not as infatuated with as Idris Elba and uh, Chris Pratt, but Ryan Gosling is in this film. Eh. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Atypical. Like, I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Eh. So this is not a sequel. <laughs> or this is not a uh, reboot. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. Right. Yeah. So Harrison Ford is this is in this movie. Uh, this might uh, solve the uh, question of whether or not he's a replicant or not. Jared Leto's in it, though. Yeah, I know. Jared Leto's in it. That's weird, right? That's weird. I bet she's a replicant. I hope so. I feel like he's like <laughs> the new Johnny Depp. Can't you... No, he wants to be. Well, he really, yeah, yeah he's yeah. trying but it. He just, he's been skipping ahead. <sighs> yeah, he, he skipped to right to shitty. weird voices. <laughs> and white, like white face. <laughs> like... Uh, anyways, I'm excited about this movie. Uh, obviously, uh, Blade Runner, the original, is one of the most classic sci-fi films ever made would you say yeah next okay <laughs> here's where there might be swears we're going back to dc franchise here november 17th justice league the movie is coming out directed by Zack snyder <laughs> My hand is over the bell, man. I know, but we got to talk about it. This is important. This is so. Anyone who listens to the show knows my feelings about Zack Snyder. I want him to die in rotten hell. He has ruined so many things that are so precious to me, um, and including Justice League. He's about to ruin Justice League. I think he's like if if they're done filming and editing, it's already ruined. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's done. So this is a sequel to Batman vs. Superman. Have we all seen Batman vs. Superman? Yeah. Yes. Thoughts? I'm going to be honest. I act- actually actively avoided it, so I haven't seen it. I well, thanks for chiming in with no opinion. No. Yeah. Michael? <laughs> I like my voice. <laughs> yes, I saw it. Okay. Thoughts? <clears throat> Anna? Uh, it's a movie I have seen. Yeah? More than once? No. No. No, like it. Oh God, I don't. I I don't even. I can't. You know, even with movies that are like, like bad action movies, bad action superhero movies, I still usually end up watching them a second time. Not this one. No, I'm not going to watch this one uh, probably ever again, unless I'm caught on a plane. And that's that's super unusual for me because I am a glutton for like Sunday morning hungover punishment. You know what? To be fair, I may watch it one more time just to really understand my hatred of it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. You'll just break something. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I watched the extended cut or the director's cut or whatever it was, which, I don't know, I never saw the original, so maybe it was better or worse. I don't know. <sighs> Anyways, Zack Snyder made a piece of shit movie with characters that we all know and love, 
and for some reason they were not in that movie. And now he's done it again. Nothing, nothing that resembles uh, the characters we know have been in his movies. From Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman. Uh, and now we're going to be doing Justice League. So we saw that start up in Batman vs. Superman. We got The Flash, Ezra Miller, um, who I like. I actually think that's a great casting choice. Uh, Jason Momoa, Mr. Mr. Topknot himself, oh, yep. uh, is playing Aquaman. A weird... Uh, I don't understand the casting on that necessarily. I kind of do, but I also feel like there's something racist about it. Haven't put my finger on it. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just maybe it's just lame, and that offends you. Well, it's, yeah, I guess <laughs> maybe you're feeling offended because Aqu- it's Aquaman so lame. should be from the South Pacific. I guess. Um, I, I hate it. it. Looks there's no way to make Aquaman cool unless you kind of make him a little bit campy. Cyborg he is should also have been a little bit yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean because. Because they're supposed to do a standalone film, Aquaman. I'm going to not want to see it. I want you to name me one Aquaman arch nemesis. Global warming. No. (laughs) 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 He loves global warming because it means rising sea levels. Yeah, but but then that's the stopping of the tides of the... the, I'm not getting into this. They adapt. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, you can't. No. I can, because I'm a nerd about it. Black Manta is like his arch nemesis, but that's it. Ugh. Anyways, that movie, I will go see. I will not see it in the theater. Mm. Are you a Marvel or a DC? Um, uh, probably Marvel, because the pieces of DC that I really like are like the weird non-canon things like red sun or mm-hmm. whatever like I, I like the Vertigo. um or like uh, gotham by gaslight like mm-hmm. i like the sort of like alternate yeah, yeah. things yeah i i feel like i've had my faith in dc for a long time um Just i don't have but when it comes to their but their animated films are pretty good yeah yeah mm-hmm. they're actually pretty awesome so i don't know goodbye zach Okay, one I am excited for, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah! The last Marvel movie of 2017, coming out November 3rd. Obviously, Chris Hemsworth is in it. Uh, We also get a Doctor Strange, Mm -hmm. who is showing up in it, that we we saw this year. Or, I mean, I guess last year. He was in the end tag. He was, and we saw that, yeah. End credit scene. Thor in the end tag there, yeah. We also have Hulk. Yeah. The Hulk is in this. And I've heard they're doing part of a Planet Hulk storyline. World War, or yeah, Planet Hulk. Yeah. yeah. So that seems interesting. So I, is Hulk just going to end up on Thor's planet? Here, Here's what I, I know about it, is that basically Thor has is has his hammer taken away somehow. Because um, obviously Loki has replaced Odin right. on the throne that we saw in the, mm-hmm. in the movie. And... Uh, Basically, Thor has to battle Hulk in a gladiatorial arena without his hammer and somehow make it back to Asgard in order to uh, stop, uh, I believe it's it's Helen, or Hela, I think. She's a, she's a, a derivative of a Norse, the Norse god of death kind of thing. Uh, originally Hel. And so H-E-L. And so that's the villain. I think it's played by Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Is it Kate Blanchett? Yeah. Yeah. And she's actually got. I don't know if they're actually because there's no trailer yet. I don't know if uh, 
because her costume is crazy. You know how Loki's got like the horns and stuff. Uh, she's got also like a series of almost like like antler type oh. things on her head in her in her garb. She's pretty cool looking. Um, I'm excited about this. I've never read Ragnarok, so I don't know a whole lot about it. It's loosely based. I mean, they're taking like there is the storyline of Ragnarok, um, and there is a storyline of uh, Planet Hulk, which Planet Hulk is basically Hulk gets shipped out, exiled from planet Earth by Tony Stark and Captain America, right? Uh, and sent on a ship and ends up crash landing on a gladiatorial planet where he ends up taking over, huh? Because obviously he's the toughest shit in the galaxy yeah so i'm excited about this i'm excited because it's directed by taika watiti and mm-hmm. that is this seems like such is a strange it? thing yeah oh and for anybody who doesn't know taika watiti he's he did like eagle versus shark uh recently oh he did uh what, what we do in the shadows uh he directed uh, hunt for the wilder people if so you, good. that was such a good movie yeah i really like that i i watched that the other the other night and just that was killer. I wasn't expecting to like it that much. It no, just, it really also hit, hit home. that actor, the the young guy, in he's it, amazing. He he's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And what what they do in the shadows, obviously, very funny. About uh, you know, it's like a pseudo documentary on vampires. Yeah. So Ta- Taika Waititi does a lot of that New Zealand comedy mm-hmm. kind of stuff. He's, uh, he's knows also, the flight of the Concords team. Like they're all yeah. they're all in it. He also directed a few um, episodes of uh, the In Betweeners. That was a good show. That was a great show. Yeah, I like that show. British TV. So this could be funny. Oh yeah, I think it's going to be funny. I think it's got a lot of uh, a lot of potential with the the, the cast and the uh, director team. Behind. Like, I think it's going to be good. And I always like seeing Kate Blanchett in like. Not that she's done like a ton of villainous roles, but I think she does a great job. Like even when she was in Lord of the Rings, she got like a little dark sometimes mm-hmm. and like she really brought the creepiness you know I, I feel like this will be an interesting role for her uh, one of her scarier roles is Hannah do you remember the movie Hannah oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so she's yeah. playing like the government lady and she's terrifying in that totally movie. yeah I think she'll be awesome she's usually and she's awesome. also got such like grace and like yeah. she just holds a scene mm-hmm. she's one of she's one of the greats for oh, sure yeah. of our time yeah all right. Bing. Okay, we're we've hit December now. Oh boy, we're on to the big one. <laughs> oh boy, probably the most exciting movie to come out uh, for many people. The Fate uh, of the Furious this year. Shh, just <laughs> shh. Nicholas, not the Fate of the Furious. No, that came out in July. <laughs> uh. We you, skipped it. Are we ready? <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> Starring Dwayne Johnson. Oh, that's not what I thought we were going It's for. coming out December 22nd. I'm very excited about it. It's got Karen Gillan in it as well. I'm oh, not, it is Karen Gillan in I'm that I'm not well. excited about it. Why? Because I liked, I have, I, I like Jumanji a lot. That's like one of my favorite yeah, movies. It was one of I watched. Well, it this till is like the, tape a story out. of them actually like getting sucked into the game itself. Like there, it's okay. not on the streets. Okay, anymore. look, I I enjoy the world building, but the rest of the story better have. I want to hear a, a parish like reference at some point. Yeah. Okay. I want to I want to hear something. I want it to at least be in the same world. That's all. <laughs> 
Oh, it is in the same world. It's Jumanji world. Ju- the Jumanji verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't want it to be like it's a in the reboot. same universe as Zar- Zarathustra or whatever that Zathura. Zathura. Was that yeah. supposed to be in the same universe? That spoke Zarathustra is totally different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in the same universe. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. same same book writer. Cool. And it's a board game concept that comes to life. <laughs> All right, so we got to the end of our year. Wait. <laughs> that was fun. No. It was a big year. <laughs> Wait. I think we're missing one. Oh, right. I do want to talk about uh, some of the things that are coming in 2018. I'm Just going briefly. To, I'm going to kill you. Michael, speak whatever you need to speak. I just want to move on. I think we know which one we're excluding, Sean. Oh, did I mention that in Pirates of the Caribbean, Happy Hour No! Happy Hour Bardem's in that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he is. It seems like a step down for Yeah, Happy Hour Bardem. He can do whatever he wants. Mm. Unlike Johnny Depp. Star Wars The Last Jedi is coming out in December. I'm really excited I about it. I don't think that's correct. Yes. Okay, talk about it. Factual. I don't have it written down. <laughs> Star Wars. Who's excited? I'm excited. I think like every human being yeah. in existence is excited. Are you a Star Wars person? Yeah. Well, I, like, are you asking Star Wars or or like is no. this inclusive? No, 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 not Star Wars or. Oh I'm, no, I'm, we, I'm do, huge... we don't challenge people on that on okay. this because I'm a fan of like a million different things. So, okay. Like, okay. definitely love Star Trek a lot. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love Star Wars. <clears throat> so what's, what, what are we expecting in this movie, Michael? You're the Star Wars nerd. I'm not the only Star Wars nerd in this room. <laughs> cricket? Was that your cricket yeah. impersonation? <laughs> 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 you sound like you sound like the guy doing a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. I I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes when I do impressions, I need to spend an hour working on it, and then I come out. Well, I think we can all agree it. that The Force Awakens was a, a complete soft reboot, mm-hmm. and there were plenty of elements about it I really, really liked, and was happy to see that it was much better than the prequels, mm. but there were a lot of things that I really, really didn't like about it, just in, in terms of... one thing. Uh, it being a total soft reboot, and its pacing was insanely bad, Um it's it had a really rushed end story. I mean, when they're all waving goodbye to Ray as she flies away, it felt so like the whole thing looked like a tiny weird set. It was yeah, they wrapped it up weird. Yeah, it was actually. weird. It was the pacing of that film is just like boom, boom, boom. It's a perfect movie until they meet Han Solo. Whereas I love the pacing Wherein, at the beginning. Yeah, it's that a, first opening. That's with, that's what yeah, I mean. It's mm-hmm. a perfect. It great it's a perfect film with all the new characters, and you fall in love with them all right away. You're swept up in the magic of Star Wars again. Like you're a little kid meeting all these people for the first time because you are. These are new characters. Mm-hmm. And then they run into Han Solo. Finn is amazing. Yeah. Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, I feel they, like they run, they run into Han Solo and then all of a sudden, boom, the movie halts. It's almost like they had certain things they wanted to accomplish with the movie. They were writing. It was going well. And then they were like, oh, shit, we need to do all of these things. Yeah, too. yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> ah. So we're not looking forward to this new one then. I'm, right. I'm really looking forward to the new one because all The Force Awakens did was pose questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Johnson, I think, is the guy who has the answers. I think he's, he's, he's talented, a talented director. He's done some really good movies. 
Looper or uh, Brothers Bloom or Brick. I've seen all of those. And your thoughts on those films? I enjoyed them. Yeah, they're pretty pretty good CV. Yeah, yeah, it's a good CV. <clears throat> he um, seems is like a he guy the one who, who made uh, the the last Star Wars movie that came out uh, in 2016? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> Did he make that one? No. I like that one better. Then what? The movie you then haven't Force seen? Force Awakens. Yet? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was better than The Force Awakens. It was a well-paced film. It was, it was full of new characters that I liked. Great. And Who directed that? I want him to do the that rest was, of That uh, was Gareth Edwards. Oh, um, Gareth. But he, he got, Gareth is the best. He, he was awesome, but he ended up having a lot of problems as well. And when he showed it to Disney... They thought he had a lot of problems with it. And so, oh, yeah. There was a lot of that. It was reshot. Absolutely. Yeah. So they brought in another person. I can't remember the name of the other director they brought in who restructured, like rewrote, helped script doctor everything. I just want to know if you guys have any theories on the name and the fact that it's red and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You guys are going to have to fill me in on do, what. Okay. For, any first of this off, is. Um, is it plural? Do, you, do you have a theory? Well, I, like I've read a lot. I haven't come up with anything on my own. Mm hmm. Um, and what I've read is like looking at um, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, like looking at the, the two titles mm-hmm. together as, you know, an entire piece. Uh, the fact that it's red harkens back to the original trilogy, and the only one that was red was. Return of the. or Revenge of the Jedi, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, Revenge of the Jedi. Revenge it- of the Sith? No, Revenge of the Jedi was originally re- was the original title of Return, Return of the of Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Okay, um, and so it, it ties into like what sort of vibe it would have in the arc, and that, that's what I've read. But I have no theories. About I, I like I like that idea. The idea that they're going with a new kind of a deal because I mean, like the original trilogy is so literal, and this one's been so I mean a little bit more vague. But I, I like that it's red. That means maybe it'll be a bit. I mean, I wonder if it's going to be a little bit of a darker movie. The Last Jedi is such a different... Like, it's such an interesting title. What does that mean? It poses a lot of questions. Absolutely. It also answers no questions. (laughs) It's much like The Force Awakens in that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, (laughs) like... So, The Last Jedi. I mean, Jedi is a plural term. So, it could be The Last Jedi. A.K.A. Luke and Rey and whoever else they find and train. Maybe. Who knows? Or it could be uh, Rey... Or it could just be Luke, because Rey doesn't ever become a Jedi. I'm my money's still or, on that. Or she's it could bad. be that like Rey gets trained and then she's the last Jedi, because like Luke gets killed or something. Obi Wan totally. style. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Maybe we get to see Luke as a Force ghost in the third movie. But who's going to kill Obi Wan? Is it really going to be Kylo Ren killing Obi Wan? I don't want to see that. That's bullshit. You mean theoretical Obi Wan? Like, 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 or like? You mean? I mean, Obi Wan, Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was on the Obi Wan train. I mean, Kylo Ren gonna kill Luke Skywalker. I don't know. Kylo Ren, who is he already is, killed Han Solo. I mean, it's a weird yeah. thing to you see know. Him it's kill really it's easy to kill someone when you go to hug them and then you just go <laughs> prong, yeah. through their chest. Yeah. Whereas, like, like Luke Skywalker beat Darth Vader. If yeah. you have Kylo Ren beat Luke Skywalker. You're saying that Kylo Ren's better than Darth Vader? Yeah, I don't think Kylo Ren yeah. should be able to beat Luke Skywalker. Kylo Ren is 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 
He is a mixed bag of 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 crazy apples. What are you guys? What are <laughs> you? You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, is, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. is a loose cannon. <laughs> He's a... who has no form to like he can't even make his lightsaber uh, not have to get vents out the side because he couldn't he couldn't make it proper. He's not disciplined. Well, he's not a Sith. He's not a Jedi. He's not any of those things. No. He's not trained. Anna, do you have any uh, predictions? Um, I think it's going to turn out that Ray is actually um, C-3PO's granddaughter. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah, that, that makes that's a my lot prediction. of sense. The British accents, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you can have Ego be the father of Star-Lord... Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ego the planet. Yeah. I guess so. Hopefully this next movie is actually good. I think it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, thank you very much for coming on the show. <laughs> this on was, that note. This was, a, this was a, a voyage through a lot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand where you, what you're even saying. It's a, we, 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 we went on a quest... A journey of sorts. It's some sort of an A to B. Yeah, not quite a straight line, but possibly we, more than one point of... We got to where we wanted to get to. Which was Jumanji, December 22nd, <laughs> starring Dwayne Johnson. All right. Good night, everybody. That's when, that's when you do all the time. Yeah. You got to get the cheeks... Stretched. Yeah.